Voice Global is coming June 9th, a fully virtual event packed with live keynotes from industry leaders and innovators, practical workshops, insightful panels, and some well-deserved entertainment for voice enthusiasts around the world. Learn more about this free event and how to host a viewing party at voicesummit.ai slash global. That's voicesummit.ai slash global. And great news, if you still want to speak at Voice Summit 2020 this fall, submissions are now open through June. So be sure to get your proposals in at voicesummit.ai. The auto industry is using voice technology in some incredible ways. Mihai Antonesco, the product manager at Hey Mercedes Voice Assistant at Mercedes-Benz R&D North America, talks about his journey from electronic engineering and music festivals into voice technology, the type of work Mercedes-Benz is doing when it comes to creating voice experiences in the car, and the feedback consumers have been providing to help Mercedes improve the voice in-car experience. Hi, Inside Voice podcast listeners. This is your host, Kerry Roberts. And today, my guest is Mihai Antonesco. He is the product manager at Hey Mercedes Voice Assistant at Mercedes-Benz R&D in North America. Welcome, Mihai. Thank you so much for being here. Happy to be here. Thanks for the invite. Yes, we met recently at an event and I learned that you studied electronic engineering and you also worked for the Mm -hmm. music festival scene. Why did you study electronic engineering and what kind of work did you do at the festivals? I used to take things apart as a kid. I would find old radios and I would break them into pieces. And I was just curious about all these components and circuitries that would work together. And especially that I knew that electric current passes through them. And then there's like this sound coming out of it at the end. And that that was just fascinating for me, you know, I think through this hobby, it's pretty much what sparked the interest to pursue more to find out more about this field. In high school, I used to play in a band and I was the bassist for the band. And as everyone who plays for in a music band, they will probably know that there's a lot more involved than just musical instruments. There's speakers, there's amplifiers, there's mixers. So you really have to learn what how everything works together. Otherwise, you're probably gonna get in trouble. And trust me, we did get in trouble. We were cranking the volume way too up sometimes. Luckily for us, my neighbor, he was an electrician who would repair equipment from local artists. So he would save the day for us most of the time. And I had the honor and pleasure to shadow him. A lot of the times when I was breaking my stuff, he would kind of teach me how things work and what to do. And I think all of this kind of contributed for me to pursue a career in electronics, which is why I joined University of Manchester in the UK, where I got my bachelor's and master's degree in electronic engineering. And by studying this field, it opened up so many more opportunities for me. And I learned so many great things. And little did I knew that the world of electronics that I studied as a kid, it was so much bigger. I learned about semiconductors and embedded systems and software design and coding. And that was just amazing. Of course, during college, I didn't lose my love for music. I just pursued it in a different way. I got involved with music festivals. I started organizing and working for music festivals. Locally, we would organize a music festival that would raise awareness of pollution in the local environment. We would have bands come and play, sometimes for free, and we would involve the community to kind of see how, what's the impact locally and kind of promote a better lifestyle. And I think that was amazing and something that's so much good locally and it brought me a lot of joy. 
I love that. And then you grew up in Europe, but then you decided to move to the United States. What made you want to move to the U.S.? I actually always wanted to move to California. When I was a kid, I had the opportunity to come and visit. And I still remember that during my first visit, I went to an Apple store and I purchased an iPod. And that was just incredible. You know, this little device that could fit 10,000 songs in your pocket. And you can carry it anywhere and the charge will last several days, no batteries, you can just recharge it. And that was just fascinating for me. So I did a lot of research and I found out about Steve Jobs and, you know, his keynotes and the way the company operates and like how Silicon Valley provides this and the culture here is to create products and create technology. So that was just a big inspiration for me. And it was kind of one of the motivations that brought me here to California, specifically Silicon Valley. And also in college, there were a lot of students that, you know, wanted to pursue and studying electronics. I mean, the holy grail for that is here in Silicon Valley. I mean, Intel is here and Nvidia is here. So, you know, that's just amazing. After college, I actually moved here to California and initially I wanted to do semiconductors. But then once I came here and I studied what was out there, I decided to do something else. And so now you work within voice technology within the auto industry. When did you first learn about voice technology and what kind of led to you being interested to working within auto and cars and with Mercedes? After I moved to Silicon Valley, I've discovered the opportunity to work for Mercedes-Benz. I've been a huge fan of Mercedes-Benz my whole life. My first car actually was a Mercedes-Benz. It was my grandfather's E-Class and that car was just something else. You know, I love how it drove, the acceleration, the cornering, you know, the comfort that you had while sitting in it. And it was just so well taught. And I was, the funny part was that I was constantly comparing it to my mom's car, which was a much newer Peugeot 206. And it was mind blowing to see how these two cars were built 20 years apart. And even though the, you know, my mom's car was was an okay car, the Mercedes was better. So for me, it was a no brainer to join Mercedes and to learn how to build great products. I joined the team that was doing IoT and wearables. We were looking at how can we integrate wearables and smart home devices with the car? How can we communicate from the outside world with the car? And this is the team that actually introduced voice to me. In 2016, we were looking at the Google I.O. keynote and we saw the introduction of Google Home device. And in that moment, we realized like, this is the next thing. Voice will be the next thing. People will no longer talk to their devices and expect to be like a robotic interface, but they will have the expectation for it to be an assistant and to speak naturally to it. Mercedes hasn't been new to the voice industry. So we've been doing this since 1996. We introduced the voice capabilities with the S-Class at the time, but it was new in this context. And You know, there was a huge synergy between the team here in Sunnyvale that was doing voice outside of the car and the team in in Germany that was doing voice in the car. So we merged the two teams and we created a voice department in Mercedes-Benz. And can you share with us the type of work Mercedes-Benz is doing now when it comes to creating voice experiences in the car? Like what can people expect if they're using any of it within an auto experience? Two years ago, Mercedes introduced MBUX, which is the Mercedes-Benz user experience. We brought it at CES, and I think it was a shock for the industry to see it. It was nothing like ever seen before in a car. We took a holistic approach when we built it, and we designed it with the user in mind. We thought about every single detail when it comes to its features and you know how to interact with it. 
I think the one thing that stood out the most was definitely the voice assistant. Now with MBUX, you can simply say, hey, Mercedes, and you invoke its assistant, which you can talk naturally to it. Voice got a lot of attention, you know, previously, uh, a couple months before our announcement. So Google Assistant and Alexa were grabbing a lot of attention. And, you know, a lot of the tech industry was kind of pointing towards that. So it was a big surprise to see that Mercedes was going in the same direction as well. The fact that we simplified the interaction model a lot and we expanded the things that you can do, it's probably what kind of like draw the customer even closer and made people feel so much more interested in it. You know, the assistant would now understand whenever you would say, I'm hot, it will cool down. Or if you say, I'm hungry, it will search for restaurants. But not only that we support the regular interactions, but we took it one step level that we understand indirect speech. Depending on the market, we have different partners. So for Europe, for both the embedded and cloud side, we have Serens. And for the North American market, we have Serens for embedded and SoundHound for the cloud. So we now can do much more to the point that we can say, hey, Mercedes, search for Italian restaurants with four stars and a patio. And the system will understand you and it will provide you a response for your request. I think having this level of control for a domain that's core to a car is just amazing. Yeah, and I've seen some videos of where people are in the cars and they're kind of showing how it works. And it's really impressive. And can you share with us how Mercedes would like to see maybe voice in the car experience improve? You know, have you heard any feedback from people what they'd like to see more of? I know it's kind of starting to adapt to you and learn a little bit more about the user, but I'd love for you to share anything that you'd love to see maybe happen in the future with voice and car. I think we're still in this trust gaining phase and probably actually the whole industry is, right? It doesn't mean that if we own assistants or use them on a daily basis, we trust them with very complex queries and tasks. So, I mean, me personally, while I'm at home, I set timers and play music. And while in the car, I set navigation and make phone calls. Don't get me wrong. These are very useful. And I, I think that I couldn't go back to like search my phone at home and like set a timer or search for the song that I want to play. And in the car, I mean, I wouldn't want to be scrolling through my contact list and pick the name that I want to call. I think right now that the voice, the functionality that we bring with voice, it is just amazing. And we make our users' lives so much easier. But there's a lot more opportunities and there's a lot of things that we can do on top of that. So currently, with while we build trust and you know users will become more used to it, right? They will slowly trust us with more complex things. And you know, this is very crucial for us to fulfill it. So not only that. You know, we can fulfill the simple use cases, but we would be able to reschedule meetings or we will be able to set and make appointments. And these will all be dynamic and nothing static that you set as preference before that. Particularly to the car, I think there's more specifically with multimodal. We already started with multimodal. So we have this interplay between voice and, and screen and touch actually. Whenever you search for a restaurant, we present you a pick list and you can either say the line to which restaurant you want to navigate, like by saying its name or number or address, or you can actually select it by pressing on it. And I think this is a great way for people who want to have a very complex query that they want to say by voice and then have more control of like what to scroll through the list and like see more details. But it's also very easy if you're driving and you just you know, want to make a quick select using voice. But you can take this even further, right? So there's this famous use case that we, we all talk about 
And that's when you're on a road trip and you see this unknown building or object and you point a finger at it and you say, what's that? And then someone from the car will answer and say, hey, that's this building. And wouldn't it be great if the assistant is able to do so? And I think this is what really attracts me and makes me really excited about the industry. It's like the possibilities, you know, are endless. And now we're transforming this object of exploration, which is your car, which already you know, is enabling you to explore places and and take you further than before. But now you can like augment it and ask questions and get so much more information out of it. So I think this is great. Yeah. Well, it's about, again, the user experience. Do you know, like on the market right now, are most of Mercedes vehicles have these features involved or are there certain ones that do and other ones that don't? Most of the cars that we ship today have MBUX installed. And every new car that we introduce and every car line that we refresh, we introduce the MBUX. And it's soon pretty much every customer that will purchase a Mercedes-Benz will get uh, their hands on Hey Mercedes. The interesting part is that all customers that get an MBUX equipped vehicle, they choose to have Hey Mercedes enabled and, and they use it just because it's so useful. Yeah, well, it makes sense. I mean, if it can do so many things for you, it's so much safer it's much easier. It's very exciting to see. The last question we like to ask on this show to kind of promote voice as a whole, besides the stuff that you're doing now in your everyday mm-hmm. life, is there any type of voice skill or experience or even flash briefing that you use and you're really enjoying right now? I'm actually really excited about voice games. We play Yes, Sire at the office and we use it as an icebreaker before team meetings or we sometimes play during lunch. But I mean, the game is so much fun, right? I, I love the fact that you have to keep this balance and it's the situation that the game portrays. They're, they're very funny and the replies and it always like, you know, makes us laugh. And I think that's special. I used to play Age of Empires as a kid and this game, Yes, Sire, triggers the uh, same memories and brings the same joy that uh, Age of Empires used to bring. But I love the fact that it's transcended this to this new interface, which is voice. And now I can enjoy it very differently in a different age. So this is amazing. I like it. And I like that you're doing it as like a team development thing. You're doing it at work at lunch, which is pretty cool. Yeah. If people want to learn more about what we talked about, or they want to connect with you or learn more about what Mercedes is doing within the voice realm, where can they do that online? They can reach out on LinkedIn or they can follow me on Twitter at Mihai Antonescu. But of course, we're very active. We participate at conferences. We regularly give talks. And also the Mercedes-Benz social pages are very active and constantly informing our customers about the latest updates. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mihai, for sharing, again, not only your journey a little bit into voice, but all that you're doing at Mercedes. And I look forward to what's to come from you and the company. Yeah. Thanks so much for the invite. I'm really excited to see what the voice industry will will bring. And I'm, of course, very excited about the voice in the car industry because it's going to be so amazing and it's going to revolutionize the the way we experience our time in the car. Thank you for listening to the Inside Voice podcast. We greatly appreciate you being a part of our community. And if you enjoyed this episode or you like the podcast, we would love it if you would subscribe, follow, like, share, leave a review of the show. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, people you want to see on the show, things you want to learn, feel free to send us an email at kerry at modev.com. That's K-E-R-I at modev.com. And be sure to check us out online at voicesummit.ai. Thank you. And we look forward to chatting with you next week.